Hello and welcome back to the Bike Tour Adventures Ridecast. This is your host Chris Panaski. As you are probably well aware, I have not currently or recently been recording any new podcast interviews. These things will commence once I'm home, uh, more towards the end of August, early September. I have people lined up and I'm pretty excited and ramped up and ready to go. In the meantime, I've been on a, my, well, what I'm, I've dubbed the Bikepacking Canada Adventure. Started off in Vancouver, rode all the way up to Whitehorse through the Cassiar Highway, and then uh, back down, and now currently on my way towards Edmonton, and then further on I'll be trying to get back as far as I can towards Ontario. So, day 27, I stayed at Pete's house um in taylor sorry it's uh, just a tiny bit past um fort st john taylor which is right on the peace river and uh, are just about three kilometers before the peace river and uh after getting up and uh having some coffee with baileys in it which is awesome so my ass and ice cream some cereal for breakfast and um generally just hanging out talking a bit um and even watched a few minutes of the the hockey game the playoffs that were starting i was time to get going and um pete had warned me he said you've got quite a climb for yourself getting up out towards dawson creek and i was thinking okay well he's like yeah it's like a kilometer long i think he meant like a kilometer in elevation it was massive and it just you know reiterates that Nine out of ten days seem to start with a climb, or so it feels. Um, I rolled down to the Peace River a few kilometers, which was nice. And as soon as you cross that river, you start to climb. And it's, you know, climbing steep enough along the highway that... Or highway, the road. That, uh, the Alaska Highway, I guess. That even the transports are barely moving. And I was like, oh man, this is almost like back in Thailand and Malaysia. Very steep roads. And I just plugged away at it, and I got up, and then as soon as I get up to that, then I can see that it keeps going, and it curves around the next corner, and I was like, all the way up to the summit, which was, I can't remember now exactly, but I think I I climbed for like 10 kilometers, or so it felt, maybe 5 kilometers nonstop at like, I don't know, no, actually it was a 6 kilometer climb, because I saw the sign at the top, 6 kilometers, and... A lot of it was between in six and ten percent gradient, so steep enough. And then I got to cruise downhill for a while before climbing some more, and it just kind of kept like this all the way to Dawson's Creek. You'd go down a bit into a valley, and then you start to climb out the valley, and you can see the ridge up ahead, and you're kind of climbing, 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 and then on and on. Um, you know, one thing that bothers me is. Somebody on one of the Facebook groups commented and said, why aren't you wearing a yellow vest? You know, it's irresponsible, blah, blah, blah. And and my reply to him was, Mom, is that you? Did you make a fake profile just to, to harass me? So don't worry, I have blinking lights that I use when it's, you know, not optimal viewing conditions, such as if there's uh, the sun's in front of me and I'm worried that a driver might not be able to see me clearly or, or vice versa, nighttime fog, cloudy days nighttime all those things and uh you know i was just like i thought it was really a pain in the ass that somebody was like calling me out on that and i'm like you know what there are 
hundreds of thousands of bike cyclists through history, millions maybe. And um, only a small percentage of them choose to wear yellow vests, and there's nothing wrong with that. I choose not to. Um, I mean, even me with my bike packing setup, 80% of the time or half the time maybe, I'm not even on the shoulder because there's too much gravel and stuff. So I'm riding right on the white line. Cars see me fine. I mean, yeah, there's a possibility I could get hit one day and I'm not discounting that. I mean, there's a possibility I could get hit walking across the street when I go for lunch at school or whatever, you know, there's always a chance that the wrong thing happened. I'm not going to wear an orange vest every day of my life. I'm on the road. I'm out doing something. Um, so I think it's now personally, I think it's a choice, you know, if you feel like it and you think you need it, you do it. And that's that. I know my buddy Adam wore one when he was in Cambodia and Asia, but he didn't always wear it. He just wore it sometimes. Um, I know Fedor I traveled with recently, he wore one and he was comfortable with it. And that's cool. I mean, that's why it's called choice. Um, I choose not to. On that note, I saw, as I was coming up to One Ridge, there was a big traffic jam. I was like, oh man, that's... And I saw construction signs. I was like, it's probably an accident because traffic in both directions was stopped. And as I got closer turns out that two motorcycles had been driving up the road up the highway and a deer ran right in front of one of them and the one slammed into the deer and then the other person on the motorcycle behind them slammed into them so they're both laying there on the road blood everywhere people were so helpful ambulances were called um luckily we're in a stretch of highway where there is phone reception um you know, ambulances had been called. People had a huge first aid kit out. They were, like, administering as much as they could, encouraging them not to move and just wait and be patient and, you know, talking to them. And you know what? I noticed neither of them were wearing an orange vest. But then I thought about it and I said, you know what? I bet you deer, they're dicks. They probably wouldn't even watch and care if you had an orange vest on. What a bunch of bastards, you know? Um... So, yeah, orange vest, all I'm trying to say is, sure, might stop a truck from hitting you, but I fly down so many hills at pretty high speeds that if a deer were to choose to jump in front of me, I'm going to be in a world of hurt. And that's just the way it goes, you know, it's a risk I take. I could go down the hills at 30, 40 kilometers an hour. I choose to bomb them. I like it, you know? Um... As I said, personal choice. So that's my rant about the orange vest. Um, after getting past that accident, um, I, I tried to see if I could help any at all, and there's nothing I could do. So they had, you know, uh, enough people there, and they had already been on the scene since the first moment, and so I was just going to be in the way. So I left. I did notify some of the people up the road what was going on because they're all kind of like, "What's going on? What's going on?" So I just kind of gave them a quick, uh, quickly told them. And uh, so for the next little while, probably about thirty minutes, I had no traffic behind me because everybody was uh, jammed up until the police and the ambulance and stuff and fire trucks got there. And he uh, eventually rolled into Dawson's Creek, mile zero of the Alaska Highway. That was pretty cool. Very neat to 
to be there and uh, reloaded on uh, Dollar Tree chocolate bars and gummies and all that stuff. Filled up my water bottles. I think I had a quick bite of food to eat and got back on my way. That was that was it. And um, so I think that was about 55, 57 kilometers from uh, Taylor where I started the day. And I just continued to pedal towards um, Grand Prairie, Alberta, towards the Albertan border and then eventually towards Grand Prairie. And I knew that Grand Prairie would be about 180 kilometers away from Taylor from the start of my day. Significant ride. But eventually I was, um, I had to, yeah, I stopped at the, the border, took some pictures, of course. I'm now in Alberta. Still a lot of ups and downs. Um, the days still have a lot of climbing. Not, not as crazy as, like, um, in the mountains where I found, like, overall I was averaging about 1% gradients average over the whole day. Here it's now about half a percent, which is good, significantly better. But man, is it hot. Like, it is freaking brutal. Kind of miss the cold of the BC Rockies and Yukon Mountains, man. Like, oh. It's um, it's ridiculous. I'm putting on so much sunscreen and got the... My nose looks like it's just brown. Dark, 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 darkly tanned. Slash burned, maybe. Um... <clears throat> My lips are starting to peel again a bit. All that shit. Anyways, I rolled into Grand Prairie around 9 p.m., so almost 12 hours from when I left uh, Taylor, but in the grand scheme of cycling, it wasn't nearly that long because it was hot, and you got to take breaks. You just got to – you have to, you know. And uh, arriving at Grand Prairie, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to keep riding tonight. I feel really good. Um you know, like I've taken my time, I've paced it, it's a nice night, it was beautiful, no more headwind, uh, I think I'd been dealing with a little bit of headwind all day, um, so it had calmed down to mostly tailwind, um, slightly overcast skies, but full moon, so it's still quite bright out, and so I cycled for another 70 kilometers almost, so until around one thirty in the morning um when i got to grand prairie i stopped at tim hortons had a coffee because i figured uh, a little bit extra caffeine would be good had a donut or maybe two don't remember charged my phone and stuff for a little bit and then i got on the road so I cycled till about 1 30 until the town of debolt where i eventually said okay that's enough i'm getting tired of cycling and my my light was getting dimmer and you know, so I figured it's just time to put up a tent. So I found a little side street, picked a tree line, popped down my tent right beside the tree line in some nice flat looking grass area. And, uh, yeah, that was it. Went to bed. It was a little bit noisy with, um, a few of the transports going nearby. Not too bad. Once I fell asleep, I didn't really hear anything else after that. Um, there was some screeching from some owls I saw when I was coming in and stuff, and, uh, that was kind of neat. I was like, yeah, you guys hunt, you know? I heard some coyote, I think it must have been coyotes, like, yipping and yapping and stuff. Not really the screaming, like, the howling that, like, a wolf does, but I saw, heard a little bit of howling, too, in the distance, but didn't really bother me. Just 
went to bed. Woke up, uh, yeah, and I'll tell you all about that uh, in the next audio. So that was my uh, my day. All in all, 250 kilometers, I think just about 1,500 meters of climbing for the whole day. A lot of that was earlier on um, towards Dawson Creek. I mean, it was a lot of climbing. Um, after that, it kind of calmed down quite a bit. So, yep, day 27, I believe that was, is done. Check. And uh, that's it. So, keep on pedaling, be safe, and uh, wear an orange vest if you choose. Bye bye.